Hello, and welcome back to the Chainsaw Buffet podcast. Uh, I am John, and with me is Dylan. Hi. And Charlie. You were warned. Yes, indeed. Um, so, guys, you remember when we recorded that uh, mini episode in front of the Yuri Lowenthal and Tara Flat uh, interview where I said it was going to be the last interview that we did for a while? Vaguely. That's- yeah, I'm a fucking liar. Like, a big-time motherfucking liar. I knew it. Um, because we are, we are actually going to be doing a lot of interviews, um, over the next couple of months, uh, hopefully. Um, I guess it's a good time to sort of pause and, and go back a bit because I think the last podcast we released was that one that I recorded with Gara and Dr. and Zach from, uh, the various podcasts that were involved with, uh, anime fans get back to Japan and, uh, you know, that has since happened. Uh, we did the 24 hour event, which, uh, all of us got on for our segment and I was on for a lot of the voice actor bits. And, yeah. uh, then I was on from two to six on Sunday with all the different voice actors that were on, uh, the, the follow up event. So, mm-hmm. um, that's over and done with. I know that, uh, Zach and the unofficial One Piece podcast guys are planning on doing stuff in the future, but I don't know what or when that will be. So um, we took it upon ourselves on this end, um, especially with the situation in Libya taking up um, so much of the media attention now and uh, Japan just sort of s- slowly fading out of view. Um we, we took it upon ourselves to do something that would help keep uh, the situation in Japan sort of uh, in people's minds. Uh, because although we raised over $32,000 so far for uh, anime fans to go back to Japan, which is really good, especially considering, you know, it, its its origins were rather small. Um, there's still a lot of work that's going to have to be done over not just months, but probably years. Um, so it's one of those things I know a lot of people have given. I know everyone this podcast has given for, for sure. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, there's still people out there that, that maybe meant to but haven't or maybe don't realize the implications and, and just think it doesn't affect them, which is sad, but I know those people are out there. I'm not saying that's any of you, but it might be, and if it is, I'm going to kick your ass. But uh, anyway, uh, threats aside, we, we just kind of wanted to do something uh, to sort of keep relief efforts in people's minds. So uh, we have started a uh, series of mini interviews that we are calling Voices for Japan, and uh, so far, uh, we're, we're going to release these once a week, every Wednesday, uh, until we just run out of people that are willing to do it. Um, but so far, we've recorded segments with uh, some names you might recognize from our recent past, uh, Kali Bear, Tara Platt, and Yuri Lowenthal. Those are, those are three se- separate segments. We'll be releasing those over the next few weeks. And... Uh, don't don't think I'm stopping with those three either. Uh, you'll you'll be hearing old and hopefully new voices alike. Um, so pleased to announce that the response so far has been very good from the voiceover community. So want to thank everybody that's that's taken place and that so far and that uh, will take place uh, in the future. So 
Uh, now that we've got that out of the way, um, what else? Oh, is did we on? did we give out the link to the uh, uh, helpjapan.onepiecepodcast.com is is where you can go to give. Thank you for for bringing that that up. We will be putting that in front of the interviews as well. Um, okay. But yeah, um, don't don't wait on the interviews. Go ahead and donate if you can, even a dollar. Um. Yeah, you guys should have done that during the event, though, because we're giving away some badass stuff, uh, particularly yeah. from uh, our friends uh, over at the Slants, who we're looking forward to seeing uh, at, at MTAC in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, let's see. Charlie, you brought up uh, something oh, interesting. Yeah, um, and, and my sister had mentioned this to me, and I've... Uh, got Anime News Network pulled up here, but there's a there's several series that Funimation streams online, um, and there's a lot of videos that are going to be expiring. Uh, interestingly enough, and I, I'm probably just going to the wrong place, but I was on Funimation's website a little while ago and and could not find any news of this, but it's right on the front page of Animated News Network. Um, the one thing they're adding, though, uh, it looks like they're going to be simulcasting a show called Tiger and Bunny. Uh, so I, I may actually check that out because I, I actually like the simulcasting. I'm not a big fan of of, um, of subs, but yeah. And usually when I when I watch Hulu, I watch it while I'm doing something else on the computer. Yeah. So I, I just avoid any show that has subs. Yeah. Well, and and. It's just with this. I guess the reason, the reason, because I generally avoid subs like the plague. And what started me actually paying attention to them was when they started simulcasting uh, House of Five Leaves, and I started watching that. I still have to finish it, but um, but I, so I'm getting slowly more used to watching them. You do have to pay a lot of attention. The one that has broken my mind, and if I can, if I can finish it and get used to it, I think I can handle subbed anything. Is uh, the Tatami Galaxy? Before we get any further, I'm just going to go ahead and, and stop you right there, Charlie, because uh, I'm on the Anime News Network site, and they have this big advertisement that takes up the whole page, and the Tiger and Bunny simulcast is on Viz. Is it Viz? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the only reason I thought that was I scrolled up and it's like Tiger and Bunny catch the simulcast on Viz Anime. It's this huge. Oh, you're right. Ad. I see that now. Okay, so that's Viz. Gotcha. Um, but I'm sure but, that, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it, thinking of it strategically, though, I've always been a little confused as to why Viz puts so much of of certain series. Like sometimes the whole series will be available online to watch for free. And, and I know what, I know they get a little bit of ad revenue from that, but and that's what Funimation's been doing because I, I took a look at Funimation's channel on Hulu, and there's just a shitload of titles out there. Granted, a lot of them may only be four or five episodes, but they had seven pages of titles. Yeah. Um. But no, what they're taking down? Uh, let's see. Like they're taking uh, down all but a couple of episodes, like the first. Yeah, they're taking episodes. they're yeah. taking down episodes five through twenty six of Fruits Basket. Five through twenty-six of Oron High School Host Club, oh, uh, five to fifty-two of Hatalia Axis Powers, and um, three through twelve of Sacred Blacksmith. Obviously, yeah. those are three really popular titles, and, and Sacred, Sacred Blacksmith. <laughs> Sacred Blacksmith. <laughs> but they were advertising Sacred Blacksmith pretty hard. Like oh, okay. I remember I, seeing ads for that, and me, I don't. 
go to that many anime related sites. Let me uh, uh, spoil this for you because we're we're reviewing uh, Sacred Blacksmith for Anime Roundup. Oh, cool! Um, but just don't. Really? <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm a fan of chicks in armor with swords and and big breastuses, but uh, but only you can be taken so far. And listen, you can either have your main character. You, you can either have your main female character be. Um, you know, a strong female lead, or you can have her be a damsel in distress. You cannot have her be both. That's weird. It, it, basically, she just needs a man to finish any, any job that she starts. That's just that's, like a woman. That's the message that I get from the <laughs> sacred blacksmith. Oh my goodness, that's great. I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I watched the first episode, or no, I watched the trailer. That was one that was subtitled. I watched the trailer. It went into boob jokes, and I'm like. Yes, objectifying women. That's so unique. Thank you, anime, for giving me something new. It's well, not no, you that just... bad with boob jokes. There's a handful here and there, if you know uh-huh. what I'm saying. Um, uh... But, no, the the real misogyny comes in the fact that the show is called The Sacred Blacksmith, but the main character is not the t- the titular... Uh, I'm, I'm breaking uh-huh. up all the jokes here. The titular uh, Sacred Blacksmith. No, it's it's... The Sacred Blacksmith is a male character. He's not even in every episode, but he's always there to finish any any fights that the main character starts. Fantastic. This is weird. She needs a man. That's that's the message that I get from that show. Don't yeah, bother. I don't I don't think I, I would rather my episodes be completely misogynistic where the woman's completely useless or or morbido. Yeah, I oh, yes, morbid. Have you finished that? No, I need to. I've got I'm, that on DVD. I'm a, as well. I'm a bad person. You remember how I was like, no, you know, Metroid Other M is is not as misogynistic as you know some people in the media would have you believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the first one to say, you know what, Sacred Blacksmith? No, don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if 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 Samus had needed a man to finish every boss fight in uh, Metroid Other M, then I'd then I'd be on board. <laughs> but then it would be the sacred blacksmith. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. But um, but in any event, those those series, if you want to catch the entire series, you've only got till the eighth, and it's the third as we're recording. I don't know when this will go up. So by the time you hear this, it's probably too late. Well, we're we're hoping to have it up before Wednesday when we're putting. Yeah, uh, still nobody's gonna listen to it until it's too late. True. But I mean, my only. My, the only theory I have as to the is to the reason of leaving up a few but taking down most is so they can start selling DVDs again. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know they they had to sell that uh, fruits basket trading card game, and now that that's run its course, they need to sell, go back to selling the DVDs again. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. I guess my looking at it is if you can hook me with a good series that I wouldn't mind rewatching. Then I, I would buy the DVDs as well as watch the free, like Tommy Galaxy. And I've not looked to see if they ever put it out on DVD, if it was ever just streaming. Um, I don't know. And I've not seen, looked to see if they ever dubbed it, which I, I would, think, I, I think they've licensed it. I don't think it's actually come out on or, DVD yet. Okay. Or you could split the difference and do a subscription service or restrict every, you know, restrict certain things to Hulu Plus. That's the thing though. You're not going to get people to pay for, uh, simulcast subs. That's true. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I just go to fan subs. Exactly. But but this, I, I have to say this, though. If anything could get people to do it, it would be simulcasting. Because that stuff's coming out, I think they say, within eight hours of the Japanese broadcast. So if you want the, the I guess, 
bragging rights of saying, you know, I am only a few hours behind the Japanese public's consumption of anime. Uh, you know, I mean, there are people that would do that. And a lot of people would just would just watch the free fan subs. Um, I don't mind what personally. I like I like the, the way they've got it. The the professional um, subs, if they dub it, that'd be great. But the professional uh, professional subs with commercials. Yeah, because the commercials don't detract for me. Um, there's not a lot of them. And and they I mean they just don't bother me in the least. So I think that I don't know how much I don't know how much revenue they're bringing in from that. Maybe it's not worth it to them, but I, I hope they're bringing in enough to keep doing it because I'm a big fan. Agreed. Um, I I like that better than people just going to uh, fan subs and you know the anime company is not getting anything out of it. And- exactly. Cause I'm, I, I've got a hard time actually, you know, putting down twenty to thirty dollars um, for a set of DVDs of a show yeah. that I know nothing about or have only seen trailers of. Well, I mean, that's basically what we did back in the day. That, so. That's exactly what we did back in the day. But back in the day, you had uh, more places to read about anime besides exactly. just uh, forums, which I, I just, you know. This is weird coming from a podcaster, but I don't trust, you know, other people on the internet to tell me if something's good or not. Because these are the same people that like Italia. Yeah. Well, well you, you have I don't to know. find it's people like who agree with your taste, which well, is impossible. See, now I don't, I don't agree with that either. But well, it's impossible think, for me. <laughs> I think if you've got someone who's who is professionally reviewing, then. If they're doing their job, I mean, they're getting paid for it, for God's sake. You think they would be doing their job. Then part of that job is to, in some way, be balanced and thoughtful about what they're talking about. Unless they're going for, like, the joke factor. I mean, they're, I mean, you can, I mean, that's, that's perfectly legitimate, too. Cause, you know, I, I, I loved X play before their balls got cut off. Um, and I like, uh, zero punctuation. Uh, but, but I understand it for what it is. Zero punctuation. If you accept the fact that he is ragging on every game, like it is actually helpful. You will find the things that annoy you. He's going yeah. to, you know, it's, you know, it's, well, it it's exaggerated, be, but in that yeah. exaggeration, there is brutal honesty. And it used to be the same way with X play. Is that if if you understood how they thought and you could and you could very easily figure it out, I mean, you would watch because it was funny, but you'd also get in tune with how they're thinking, and then you're like, well, they hated it for this reason, but I know they hate all games that do that, and I don't mind that. Well, this so, this is why um, Nathan and I took a page from that old G4 show, Judgment Day. Where you had two guys giving their opinions on on a game, and each of them had different thoughts on it. That's why we're doing the thing we're doing with Anime Roundup, where each of us is sort of coming up with with our own list, and then in the end we kind of put everything together in one yeah. amalgam of a review. But you and know, I think I, it works. I I, I like yeah. the way you guys do that. Actually, it's one of those things where you're getting two points of view on something, and you know. As I've gotten older, I realize I have to get inside the reviewer's head, not just necessarily the show or the magazine, but the review, the individual reviewer, because you know they have their own um, biases that they bring yeah. into it, and 
unless they're upfront with you about things that they don't like, it, it can be hard to tell because you're like, I really enjoyed that, but they hated it. Yeah, it's but, it, it's too easy to turn like you don't want the fanboy. You you want someone who can you know separate and, out uh, yeah, and that's his and preferences that was, from general overall quality. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly where I'm coming from on the. That's why I don't like going to the forums to get reviews. Which forums? Any. Any. Any forums does well, not matter. I swear. Okay, okay. Try this for fun. Try this for fun. Go on. Pick pick any restaurant in the world at random. Um, go to Urban Spoon and start reading reviews. And and one person will love it because everything went right. One person will hate it because the exact same stuff the first person was praising sucked to the second person. Oh, here's even better. Here's even better. Go on to Amazon or Newegg or um, one of those. Look up a totally um, uninteresting piece of equipment. Let's say a wireless router. And then start reading reviews on them, especially the ones that aren't the high-end ones, the the sort yeah. of low, medium-end ones. Start reading reviews. And and here's and here's even more fun. If you take different routers, put them side by side, start reading the reviews. Every, regardless of whether they like it or hate it, you'll see the same thing, exact same thing said about the different routers. Um, so that's why forums don't do it for me, is because if you read enough of them, you won't learn a damn thing. Yeah. Although, like, uh, there was a thread on the Something Awful forums uh, in their uh, anime section called uh, What I Expected, What I What I Expected, What I Watched, What I Got, or something I like that. I think I've seen some of those. Those are hilarious, and they tell you yes. exactly what you need to know about a series. I think but there again, was. But again, if. Uh, I think that may have been why I watched uh, Planet. Planets, planetes. I don't know how you planetes. pronounce it. <laughs> um, but 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 you you already said it. They're hilarious. Yes. That's, not only, once, not only once, that, but the premise is flawed because you know when you're saying what I watched and what I expected and what I got, you know the what I expected and what I got. You're bringing in your own opinions of the show that you expected it to be and the show that you think it turned out to be. Well, yeah. but that that's good because usually, hey, it can, it like, can give you a very a very synopsized sort of the yeah, like um, you know usually everyone's going to have a pretty similar stereotype of a show at least everyone who has the same taste but like that what i got is the you know that one weird detail that yeah. you know you would never see coming there it is but still i think the the value there comes more from the fact that it's funny i think you yeah. can accept you can it's easier to accept these weird skewed points of view as long as they're funny yes um you can be harsh as long as you're funny Exactly. Otherwise, you have to be balanced. I mean, because without the humor, it's just they're just being spiteful. Yep. So, unless they really liked it, I guess. So, I have a question. Uh, yes. Would it be bad form if we uh, talked about how badass we are for a minute? Um, um, well, we could do that or show our tits, uh, and I'll let you choose which. I'm calling us fat. 
No, I'm uh, just saying if you want equally bad, if if that's bad form, this is also bad form. So at least I'm I'm giving you two horrible choices. Um, I Maybe say I say we talk for a minute about how badass we are. Okay, fair enough. I'll I'll I okay. guess we can do the tits uh, thing next time. Yeah, not next, sure where this time, is going. Next time when Jen and Liz are uh, on the podcast, we'll do the show us your tits thing. Um, anyway, uh, anyone who uh, listens to us knows that. MTAC is kind of a big deal for us every year. Um, yep. Yes. And anyone who goes to MTAC that listens to this podcast probably already knows who the uh, the latest additions to the guest list are. Anyone who, and, uh, you know, they've added Tara Platt and Yuri Lowenthal after, a few weeks after our interview with them, uh, where Yuri says, oh yeah, I've been trying to get you know, get MTech to contact me, and I said, "Oh well, I'll email. Uh, I'll email some folks, and you know, we'll see what we can get done." So I emailed some folks, and uh, shit got done. Now, honestly, <laughs> shit probably would have gotten done sooner or later. Because, no, it was yeah. all. <laughs> well, no, we had had that discussion, like you know, <clears throat> like in the way that they approach discussing that, and in the response that you had gotten about. Tara and Yuri versus some of the other people you'd mentioned to MTAC. Yeah. You know, if there was some sort of, uh, you know, they something they couldn't say, but. Yeah, it, that, that seemed to be the, the undertone of the correspondence I got after I sent the email because I contacted Lucas about getting Jessica Strauss over there because, you know, that, that would be awesome because she's just tremendous. Yeah. But, um, you know, Lucas is like, well, you know, we, we've got, you know, some people that we're going to announce and we're pretty much full up for this year, but I'll keep her in mind for, for in the future. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, I sent the thing about Tara and Yuri and got no response whatsoever. Now with MTAG, that can be kind of spotty anyway, because, you know, you're not always guaranteed a, a prompt response because that's not their, that's not their regular job, but exactly. They're not um, getting paid for that. It, it was weird because a few days later I got an email from Yuri saying, yeah, thanks for, for, you know, the push and everything. So for, and, and something that Tara had said on Twitter about, you know, we heart Tennessee or something like that, you know, it just kind of made me think that, that somehow that they had gotten back in touch with Lucas and, and were working things out. And that's actually kind of what I think ended up happening because, um, before I, interviewed him for Voices for Japan, Yuri was like, yeah, it turns out I had an email from them from, like, months ago. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where it, it had gotten buried under everything else. So I, I think if we hadn't have stepped in, you know, they they might have made it, you know, like, next year or something. You know, it would have happened yeah. eventually. But I, I think it was just sort of that... Um, Reestablishment of communication between all the parties that kind of got everything going. And I, I don't want to over, make it sound like I'm overstating what we did. We, we sent an email. I mean, oh, that's, still, that's literally yeah. all we did. But it's, it's a neat story. And I think it, it, it at least is worth telling, if nothing else. Yeah. When, when I say, you know, I'm talking about how badass we are, I'm talking about, you know, we can send an email, you know, <laughs> big deal. At least, well, I was going to say, at least Lucas, um, Send an email back to you and like. Yeah, he he did reply to way, me on Saturday. He was like, uh, because of the uh, increased uh, interest that you expressed, uh, we announced them this week. And well, didn't it say like you and others? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Others being Tara and Yuri. Well, no. Let, let's be honest. In a typical like 
you know, what guests would you like to see? Like pretty much everyone in the anime community will be named at least once because everyone goes in there and posts like 10 people that they want to see. And and it's, it's always different. Except for where it's the same. Yeah. Like, you know who you are. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to go into it because it'll make it sound like I'm bad mouthing that particular person when I'm not, but no, no, we're, I'm I'm really bad mouthing the guests for, you know, they, they want, they want to have the same, the same, uh, food for dessert every day of the week. If you know what I'm saying. You're, you're you're saying the conventions or the, uh, guests, uh, the, 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 people who go to the conventions, when you talk about, you know, they have their list of people that they want to see. It's always the same people. Yeah, I'm just but, saying a con without Vic Mignona is not a con. <laughs> wow! Somebody put a name to it, didn't they? <laughs> you did. We're, we're he did. How, how did the with the most tact in every other situation suddenly have the least? <laughs> wow. wow, Charlie, it is rather rather telling that you and I were the ones that were showing tact. Apparently, Dylan had been taking his Charlie pills. Um, <laughs> No, I just thought it was funny because he's like, like I took he's careful, really man. active. He goes around to a lot of different conventions. So, yeah, and and it's nothing against him, and everyone loves him for it too. It, it's it's nothing that I have against him personally because, like, I, I've heard people say bad things about him, and that's that's their thing, their experience. But from what we've dealt with him, he's been nothing but nice to us. So I have nothing but good things to say about him personally. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's perplexing to me when people are, you know, we go to MTAC every year, we go to AWA every year, we don't go more than 18 months without seeing Vic Mignona in some form or capacity. Usually it's about six months. Well, yeah. it's, it, it's funny though, in, in any list, like I said, of, of people, um, you know, of who would you like to see as a guest? You'll get like people, you know, really strong, I guess suggestions are the wrong word, you know, but yeah, um, very opinionated lists. And uh, some of the people you would be surprised at and some of the people, you know, you don't really even have to ask. They're pretty active on the con circuit. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but I've done that. I've gotten on the forums after like an MTAC or something and said, hey, next year, how about this person? Which I mean, I guess that's—I guess in some sense that's got to be a useful tool for them to to get a sense of. I mean, if if one name keeps coming up, then obviously that's where a lot of—that's who a lot of people would like to see. Yeah. Um, although I have to say, Mtac, um, though they do get some repeats. Obviously, like last year was all repeats. Obviously, um, well, that that was like their theme. Though. That was the thing. Yeah. Uh, except for this, except for Spike. Spike was a new one. True. Um, this year will be mostly, or a lot of repeats because they're trying to bring back, you know, all the bands. Um, they're getting the band back together. Um, Except for Notorious MSG. Why are they not here? Have uh, they finished? Are we sure they finished their announcements? Uh, I'm not certain that they finished all their announcements. MTAG does this to me every year and it pisses me off. They wait until like one or two weeks before and then they'll make some other big announcement. And then I'm trying to get a hold of these people like the week of the con trying to schedule an interview. It pisses me off. I hate it. Like announce this stuff months in advance so I can go ahead and do my job and contact these people. My guess is like MTAG does provide a badass um, press room. Agreed. Yes, I have to. I I, I got to give them credit for that. I mean, they 
uh, they run a tight ship unlike I have ever experienced. We had a whole bunch of interviews last year, and we probably would would have had more if we were not fleeing from the wrath of uh, yeah. Know, and a lot of that was Nashville storms. Uh, and a lot of that was their their media room putting together stuff for us for guests that we had been unable to contact. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I got to give them credit for that, even if they make. But every every I mean, I'm used to that. Every convention I go to does that. When I went to Dragon Con. Um, sometimes you wouldn't find out about a guest till you were there on site. So too late to try to, if you, you know, if you had something at home, oh, I wanted to get that signed. Yeah. Um, you know, too bad. They, they announced it, you know, the day, the first day. No. So it's not, it's not as, it's not as big a deal to me. And, and for our position trying to get interviews, at least they provide a, a press room, unlike, um, Pretty much any other convention, I think, at this point we've gone to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. After doing the whole Anime Fans Get Back to Japan thing, I've I've been in direct contact with maybe 75% of the voiceover community at this point. Yeah. yeah. But People I would have never even known how to contact, uh, I, I now know how to contact because of that event. And because of Wendy Lee, she's awesome. Anybody says yes. anything bad about Wendy Lee ever, I'm going to come over to their house and kick their ass. Honestly, though, you would have done that before. <laughs> Probably. Let's, Probably let's, so. Really, let's let's just go ahead and lay but, all the cards but on not, the table. But not with quite the uh, the flair that I will now. Quite the conviction after, after everything uh, that she and a lot of other people did. Yeah, true. Um, I as as to why Impact didn't announce Notorious MSG, my guess is. This year is probably a little bit more difficult for them because they've got to they've got to line up voice actors like they would normally, you know, and, and the costs and staffing required for that. But then they've also got to do bands, so they're kind of pulling double duty. And I, I just get the feeling that I don't know how, you know, like what Notorious MSG's yeah. audience is, like, you know, how much it costs to get them in, but. I have to believe. Uh, I do from, wonder. They're from New York. You can't be, a, you know, at least flying them in can't be as yeah. much. From, yeah. a, as do conventions from pay for musical guests? I'm no. I'm sure that of, they do. I'm sure I that wonder, they have to. Because, like in a lot of cases, you know, they're those bands are on tour anyway. Sometimes they're in the area. Uh, I recall a couple Awas ago, Anime Week in Atlanta's ago, when Quaff just showed up. They were not on the guest list. They were not playing a concert. They just happened to be in Atlanta at the same time as Anime Weekend Atlanta and were walking around the convention. Yeah, I think they um, had a table though, didn't they? In the deal I, I'm not no, I'm not sure they did that first that first year. I don't think they did either. I think they were just around. I mean, they have because they were playing because we went and saw them at the Drunken Unicorn with, with yeah. all the other bands at the con. But and they were, I think they played Nashville or something either the next day or the day before. I mean, they were just on tour, I think. Yeah. And just, I, I, I kind of wonder if they just didn't happen to be. I don't, I don't know. I wonder if they even planned it, um, or if they just found out. Oh, there's an anime convention. Let's let's go crash it. Let's go promote ourselves. <laughs> Charlie, um, I uh, I can't stand it. I know you planned it. I'm gonna set it straight this Watergate. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Say it. Sab- finish sab- it. Sabotage. All right. Say sabotage. I say sabotage. 
but anyway, um, I, I, I cannot even imagine how difficult MTAC 11 is to plan. I mean, as bad as I'm sure 10 was to get all those guests lined up, it's, it's like if they had done 10, but then every voice actor had to have a room all to themselves right before uh, a panel so they could sound check their voices. Yeah, see, yeah. I don't know. The way that they've gone about doing it is a little bit different than maybe what I would have. Because um, yeah. they've, they've got, like, I don't know, 14 or 15 bands now. I think that, you know, somebody had said J-Max, the original plan was to have 11 yeah, and to have yeah. it all be people that had played at MTAC in the past. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least, you know, a, a certain number of them. But now they've got, like... I don't know, oh, well over that in terms of musical guests. And I might have, I might have, you know, got like some of the other bands like, uh, MSG, Slants, Manpower, um, Team Illuminati's not playing, which is weird because they're in Nashville. Yeah. But if you recall, they only got the concert last year because they won the Battle of the Bands. Right. I understand, but it, it's still a little weird because they've, Played the last couple of years and yeah. they're in the area, so why not? Yeah, you know, you're doing a music themed MTAC. And they may have all, my guess is they probably already had a lot of people in mind that they wanted to invite. And um, Team Illuminati may not have been as high up the list. Yeah, and I hate to say it because I, I really like their music and I enjoyed their concert last year, but Charlie, I think you and me and Dylan, did you go to that? Team Illuminati? Yeah. Yeah, I think like the three of us and maybe four other people were all that were there for their concert. Of course, it was on like Friday night. It wasn't yeah. prime. Well, no, I mean, it prime started real anyway. There, that may be there, a difficulty were, this year. There were more people than that, but they didn't. They, I mean, they they far from filled the room. Yeah, um, and I think it start. I think there were, there might have been more people at the beginning of it. Because didn't they do it like? Because they did it right. At, didn't they do it right, like, right after opening ceremonies? I think so. See, and that's that may not be the best time because they did the same thing with um, the year before they had a band, the Land Barons, or I remember you mentioning that name. I don't think I went and saw. <laughs> I can't. I honestly, I'm, I'm, I hate that. I, I really hate that. I can't remember, but I, I think it may have been the Land Barons. They were the only band playing on Friday. And obviously the crowd starts off huge because opening ceremonies because they go straight they went straight into the concert, but very quickly the room started emptying out. Yeah, which to me is I don't know I I I, I mean I'm not questioning the way they plan it because it sounds good on paper that okay you can put a band there the room's already full you're good to go, but at the same time unless you put somebody there that would have packed the room anyway. It's got to be a little disheartening to the band to watch the room slowly or quickly uh, filter out. out because yeah. they're, they're wanting to go to something else. They weren't there for the concert. Yeah. So, I mean. That I may be know. another issue, too, that if you're doing it in the middle of the day, there are usually more panels going on than there is at night. Well, even with that, there, I don't think there was all that much going on. It's just that. Unless unless it's a band that people came to see, even if there's not much going on, people aren't just going to stick around. Yeah. They're going to yeah. go do something, even if not a lot's going on. Even if it's just to go up to the room and start watching TV. And it's it's easy for us to, to play uh, armchair convention chair 
certain yeah. so to speak. But because what what MTech is doing is very ambitious. Yeah. Because oh, you've, got, yeah. you've got to realize that you know you've got a shit ton of uh, musical guests that you're trying to sort out and plan shows over the course of three days. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it, I think it's kind of clear who's at the top of that pecking order. Yeah. Um. And and I'm glad that they're there because they deserve to be there. Yeah. Um. But, and. and- and keep in mind when you hear us do any kind of critique of a convention, it is as convention goers, not as convention planners. I mean, I don't think any of us have ever uh, worked a convention other than the media end of it, which, I mean, it's pretty daunting in and of itself, but it's nothing compared to trying to organize an entire convention. And even there, we are kind of the – we are still consumers. We are not providers. <laughs> yeah, we, we, don't, yeah. we don't have all the information, so it's, it's really yeah. easy for us to sound like we're criticizing. But you know, there, there's a lot of facts that just aren't in evidence, so there's, there's a lot of – there's probably perfectly good reasons it, for it's, a lot of things. It's complicated. You're, you're, trying to, you're trying to make a whole bunch of people happy, both on the you – know, speakers and guests and things like that as well as attendees and there's always going to be someone is always going to come out of it with an issue i don't think there's anything and and nothing's ever going to work the way you expect it to like we're we're speculating about times that people can schedule bands and it seems obvious to us but you know you don't find out until you actually do it Yep. And you know we've already touched on this once, but you know the fact that we have as good good of an experience with the media side of things at MTech as we do really says a lot for their commitment to doing it. Because when you think about all the different uh, sides that they have to appease, whether it's you know the guests yeah. or you know the attendees or anything like that, and somebody's going out in the car, um, we're kind of down at the bottom of the list because we don't pay. And what we're bringing into it is um, kind of short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not we're not bringing a ton of revenue or a ton of publicity because we just don't have that many listeners. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we're yeah. like we're probably getting more from them than they are from us. Oh, by far. So, Story of our lives. Yep. We are leeches on society. And all of our guests. Thanks. Thanks for letting us uh, feed off of your underbelly for a time. <laughs> oh, oh no. no. So, I guess I guess that wraps it up. Yeah, probably. Um, because uh, do do stay tuned because uh, we're we're gonna have a lot of guests coming on. Uh, hopefully, old and new. Uh, everything's still very fluid, so I'm speaking in. Uh, non-definitive terms because yeah uh, there are lots of people that i'm working with they're saying they're interested but we haven't you know confirmed anything at the time so until it's until it's done and recorded i'm not yeah there's yeah until it's done it's yeah it's not we, it's not a we, sure we, thing we got we got kyle and tara and yuri and and tara and yuri are, are separate uh interviews so you know we've got we've got three different things in the can They'll be coming out over the next three weeks. Um, I, I feel fairly confident in saying that there will be more, but but it's not yeah. in stone yet. So just keep listening. We'll keep doing it until we aren't. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, It'll be done when it's over. <laughs> yep. 
Um, and just like, if you want to check those out, just um, subscribe to the podcast feed. Cause that's basically where we're going to post them. Um, if you haven't already, shame on you. Yeah. I, I haven't. And um, Shame on me. Also, uh, you know, just to go back, uh, the URL for the donations for uh, the Anime Fans Give Back to Japan project is uh, helpjapan at helpjapan.onepiecepodcast.com. Right. And and they're going to be doing uh, more stuff as well, although I don't yeah. know what or when. Uh, this, this is in support of that, but it is not uh, like Zach and the One Piece podcast really have nothing to do with with what we're doing here. <laughs> right. We are doing it in support of them, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, keep listening. Stay tuned because there's, there's going to be old friends and new friends and even a bear. No, not a bear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is like the only time we're ever going to have a chance to break out a Cleveland show reference. Oh. oh. That's the last time you'll ever do it. Seth oh, yeah. McFarlane, like Seth McFarlane references, show references. It, it's been done so long. They're like, they're like Wait, the fat well, and oils um, section at the top of the food pyramid used sparingly. But nobody makes Cleveland show references. True. No. I, th- I think we may have our audience in Cleveland show uh, viewers because it's probably the same number of people. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to cater more to Cleveland show viewers. We probably should. Well, I'm going to start quoting Rollo. <laughs> okay. Rather than Stewie. Oh, God. Are we still talking Are they basically about the same no. character? No, we're we're done. We're okay. we are well and truly done. Yep. So stay tuned, guys. Um, Kylie Bear is going to be up first this week, followed by uh, Yuri and Tara going into MTech, and God knows what we're going to be doing with MTech. I don't even know yet. So uh, we'll talk to you next time. We'll find out when we find out. Yep.